When people ask, is everything a conspiracy? The answer is yes. Who and what is controlling everything and why? They, they practice sorcery. I can't argue against magic. <laughs> I don't know what it is that we live on, but I believe it's a realm. This realm that we live in is the lowest level of heaven, highest level of hell. Chicken snake gods and the Anunnaki and sorcery. If Sam says the chicken snake god is running everything, I'm literally in the world of crazy. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> You're losing. Conspiracy Social Club, aka Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters. We're all sick. You're welcome even- to a festive, fun episode of Conspiracy Social Club. Yesterday was historic. Great conversation. More losses for Brian. I mean, it's just the world seems right. How are you, Callan? I'm good, buddy. I, I'm sorry you have a cold. Sammy boys get a little sick, a little under the weather. Yeah, I didn't want to get you and my man. I'm more concerned about Dylan. I didn't want to get Dylan sick. Well, we're going to get into we're going to get into some heavy shit, but I, I want to just say that people say, "Hey, Brian, how do you keep it so real? How do you keep it so supple? How do you keep it so responsive, so reflexive?" Who is that? Who are these people? The man in the mirror. Well, there's a, there's a, I, no, dude, come on, take me seriously. I'm a very serious guy. I, the way I, the way I take, the way I occupy my cubic space, the way I, my gate, my jungle, like my jungle cat gate and my, the look in my eye that really says there's no left or right turn here. There's only straightforward. You understand? And so what happens is people go, how do you do that? How do I, how do I get that? Well, well, you got to keep things unclogged, rolled out, rolled out. You got to stay long. You got to stay open. And there's a very, very easy way to talk about conspiracies. You don't need to do any supplements or anything. You need to sleep. You need sunshine. You need to get a walk in and maybe a lift in 20 minutes a day every other day. At what do you mean moment. a lift? Like call the lift driver to drive you around, bring you back home? Damn, God damn it. No, man. I move weight from one from one area to another. Sometimes I'll do a farmer's walk, Sam. Sometimes I'm always doing pull-ups and dips. Never a line at the pull-up or dip bar or at the end of a hill. Now, do I run hills? I don't, but I'll walk a hill. I'll walk a hill, Sam. Uh, that was great, man. Very inspiring. I can see that. I can see that in those uh, motivational videos. Yep. On, Any other questions on, on health and fitness? I, I really don't. Thank you, though. Uh, I really don't, but it's good to open up. Dylan, do I sound okay? Am I crushing? Yeah, of course. Okay, perfect. A uh, lot to go into. Brian, real quick, I'd love to know where you're performing so friends and family can come and see you. As always, Bray Improv, uh, November 4 and 5. And then uh, I got I do a fight companion November 6 um, with Brendan Schaub um, and some very, very special and important guests. Um, and then I do, um, and that's on the Thick Boy channel, YouTube, and you can get it anywhere you get podcasts. And then uh, I got myself uh, into some fun Naples, Florida, November 11, 12, 13, 14. I get excited thinking about that. Boy, I wish you could come with I'm me. I'm excited for you getting excited. Are you dude. free that weekend? Uh, what, in Naples, Florida? What is that? November 11, 12, 13, 14. No, dude, I'm, I'm, in, uh, I'm doing my own shows, Brian. I'm uh, going indie, dog. I'm working with a young group of assassins. 
going around the country, trying to flip minds, bang. I don't know where that was going, but you know what I was saying. So, <laughs> so I am going to uh, be in Houston next weekend for Skank Fest. And then I'm going to be the following week will be Thursday. I will be in, um, I will be in Salt Lake. And then Friday, I am in, uh, I'm in uh, Boise and all those tickets available at samtriplee.com. Then I'm going to be doing a show down at Mavericks. And uh, that's and, uh, is Mavericks in San Diego. Yes. I love it down there. I've done that. I love that. Who's, who's, who's doing that with you? A uh, buddy of mine, Jim Pine. That's a good fucking, I like Mavericks. Yeah, I do too, man. I'm just trying to do these small venues where I could just work on my new shit my well-crafted comedy i'll come down well, let's go headline huh? jim i mean dude seriously bro seriously dude i've been talking about this forever and you just dodge me you I just dodge me i may have another i may have a thing for us i'm gonna tell you about it what does that mean and that just, was what does that mean December, Brian, as you know i want to kick it in because the people are enough of the touch butt bro enough of the touch butt let's get into it yeah. okay daddy had a birthday yesterday 29 years old okay so young so yeah. full of hope i hope this thing all works out i hope i just don't become an internet comic who just tours and plays 70 people i hope i work and become a big movie star and do big stuff and do great things who knows who knows the future is bright who knows where i'll be in 20 years who knows who knows but the point is this i celebrated my birthday yesterday and i'm not really big into putting out that that it's my birthday but i wanted to test my theory on with on that am i really shadow banned on instagram okay and i go if there's ever going to be a time where people just will like if you're going through a feed and you see somebody that you might know them, you might not know them and it's their birthday, you either, you'll hit a like and go, happy birthday, dude. Everybody does it. So I was getting, I'm not, I'm not a Brian Callen popular. You know, I don't get the hundreds of millions of likes that this young man over here does. Look at that, dude. So on my account, I was good for about five, six, seven thousand likes before they were fucking with me. You know how many likes I got on my birthday? Thank you. Seven, 900, 900. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That was an experiment. You're definitely shadow banned. I'm shadow banned to all hell. And it's so funny because my good friend, Ryan Sickler, who has a wonderful podcast called The Honeydew, that's just crushing it. Okay. And I saw this happen with you and the Fighter Kid when you guys hit 100,000 subscribers. You know, you had the, uh, you know, you got the little plaque. Guess what? Daddy never got his plaque. Okay, that's because you did. Well, that's only because you won't listen to me and you, you're spread too thin. I mean, literally. What does that mean? I got 100,000 subscribers. I know you're one of the funniest, fucking ama most amazing people in the Top world. Prop comic in the Northwest. No, you're amazing, but you just, uh, you, you, we need to focus your, um, your expression so we get something under one umbrella for real. Like we need to do that. Your one eclectic, po you have a one eclectic podcast called, called The Everything Donut. And you put you put everything under that halo, you put it all under that halo, all the cash daddies, all that shit. So you have conspiracy social club. We got fucking um, we got uh, tinfoil hat, and we got the everything bagel. 
Trust me on that. I love that, Brian. I'm going to listen to you and I'm going to start the everything bagel. I love that. Done, Done deal, Brian. Done yeah. deal. Sam, here's the thing about shadow banning. Here's the thing about all things social media. While I agree that there are forces that, that, that people who work like on the coasts, whether it's Los Angeles or New York, and you know, really more and more big cities, like what these people do is they come out of these academic institutions. And in a lot of ways, they have been indoctrinated, right? In, into a certain way of thinking. And what's interesting about the way they think is that they, they have by and large lived incredibly privileged lives just by, their, by, the, by an accident of mathematics. They were born into a, a westernized democratic industrial country. Right. They tend right. to usually be um, white. Um, they, 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 you know, and so what happens is because they have been rather sheltered and because they have then been immersed in a world of theory, that's kind of what education is when you're young. You are listening and you are reading. And you might, and, and, and under very protective um, eyes, you, are, you might get really good at the cello and you might get good at a sport like tennis, whatever it might be, but usually it's something else. So you then go into, you, you then go right from these very elite academic institutions that nobody can afford. And you don't have any debt because you're, you're or because you have wealthy parents or something. You have money, and then you what you do is you you because you have contacts in these academic institutions, and and it becomes this class elite that that human beings are this way. They're going to help each other. I'm going to help the friend of my kid because it's what you do. And and even if I was a bad guy, you know you're going to help the friend of your kid because it helps you you know this is how these net these webs work right so what you get then is you get this concentration of uh thought and class and uh taste and even agenda and goal you know you get this you get this uh you get this uh this 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 um this sort of like um, movement almost. It's like, we all have to come up together. We're all helping each other. And it becomes sort of, everybody starts thinking the same way. And you go right from those colleges and right from those communities into Facebook, into journalism, into back into academia, um, into uh, a whole host of other things that you're doing. Okay. Uh, publishing, um, um, you know, and all these, all these different uh, things. And by the way, also into a lot of times show business, writing, you know, um, um, acting. I mean, this is, you get, when you get to go to Hollywood and become an actor and become a, a writer, let me explain something, what happens. Usually your mom and dad show up and they get you an apartment that's safe and sunny. You have to pay for acting classes. You have to pay for all this stuff. You're not working. You're not working. You, 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 you know, so those are the people that start controlling the stories we are hearing. Those are the people that are fucking controlling the news we are hearing. So it becomes this, this fucking, but these hubs of information, these hubs of narration, these hubs that where people are telling the stories and controlling stories, why they're telling the stories, even if it's subconscious that are pushing their own lives forward and their own kind forward. It's just what happens with an elite class of people. Human beings are gonna do that. 
while the rest of us are trying to construct a life. And I don't know about you, Sam, but when I'm trying to pay my bills, make sure my kids see my kids, stay relevant in a marketplace that's ruthless, I don't have time to think about race, gender, um, or any of this stuff. I, I, I really don't. I have to keep the lights on. I do. I have to keep the lights on. And that requires me to kind of be funny. And, and I work with my face. I'm not even working with my hands, dude. I work with my face. I'm really lucky. I get to be a fucking idiot. But I also, but the, there is a difference between me and a, and a fucking politician, a, a, an economist, a lawyer. A I, I also have to stay relevant. I don't, I, I'm alone here. I'm an entrepreneur. You are too. We have to figure out a way to stay fucking relevant. And we have to work social media, even though we hate it. We got to keep writing shit. We have to keep coming up with ideas. We're competing with every, we're competing with TikTok, competing with all this shit. Um, and so yeah. me, this, this, what happens is it's, it's a, what scares me is that it's really hard to avoid the trap we seem to be falling into. It's really hard to avoid. Um, how the fuck would Facebook, for example, which has now become meta, how in the fuck are they even supposed to monitor, monitor whether they, they have like how many hundred thousand employees, whatever. How are they supposed to monitor all the fucking content out there? How? And how are they even supposed to monitor their own prejudices? How are they supposed to monitor their own biases? They don't even know what their own biases are, right? But no, God, I mean, there's a lot going on with what you're talking about. We see it happening in real time. And then we see the, the thing I'm really concerned is like that we're entering a anti-business business phase that I've never seen in my life, ever. I've never seen something where a business practice has failed over and over again, and yet it still continues to be practiced. Woke shit bombs. It bombs all the time. Why is it? Why are we entering a decade of this when we have seen, we've not only seen where woke comedy fucking crashes and burns, but when that woke entertainment or like woke Hannah business, like Hannah Gatsby, <laughs> when this woke business, right, does uh, uh, anti-woke stuff and it, it, it just resonates, they instantly go back to what wasn't working. Why is that? Why are we in this? And that's what makes me nervous. It's just like, you know, the comedy store, comedy stores do, you know, is a, a wonderful institution. I'm very nervous that we're going to enter a very woke era. And which makes me nervous because the comedy store was thriving at its highest when it was like, fuck you. We put up the funny people. And now because of coronavirus, a lot of people aren't around and they got a, a new thing going over there. And that's fucking great. And, you know, I hate when people are like, oh, they're, they're, I hear it. Oh, that's not funny. Life. They're all funny, dude. It's all funny. There's not funny. It, the problem is it's all the same shit. It's all the same. And that's not just console. That's the laugh factory. That's the improv. And the improv took a fucking beating there for a long time because it went with i hey look every flyer i have is a biracial bisexual person and that's fucking great on a flyer but i just paid 20 bucks to listen to some kid who wouldn't know comedy if it fucked him in his ass try to tell me what a fucking how the world works yeah and yeah. but it just keeps going and it's like that's brian why i think unlike you you talk marketplace I say there's something else at work. 
because the greatest businessmen wouldn't be throwing fucking dead money at dead money at dead money at right. dead money. Right. I agree with you. There is something else to work, and I'll tell you exactly what it is. It's this notion of equity. People are too fucking dumb. It, well, not that dumb. They're, they, they just don't have, they just haven't done the fucking work, the historical study to understand that when you are pushing equality of outcome, not equality of opportunity, it is a disaster. You, you, you can't just fucking say, oh, well, since 3% of the population is gay or whatever it might be, we need, you know, or 10%, whatever you want to call it, it we need 10% of the comics out there to be gay in a lineup. What are you talking about? No, you fucking idiots. We need funny. Uh, is the person funny? Are people laughing? And and that's the problem. Most of them, stand-up is, is really hard. It's, it's pro sports, bro. It, it is, is Stand-up comedy is the closest thing in entertainment to pro sports. I know. Either you so get is, by the way, so you is, lose. So is, so is writing a good movie. And so is making a good movie. It's really difficult to do. Well, I've heard the theory, Brian, that, you know, things get made by accident. The actual business is in the pitching and the selling, and that's how everything fucking works. But, sure. you know, in terms of, Brian, going on stage, either you get the laughs or you don't get the laughs, right? You want to find what kind of comic you are? Go back to 2016 and have to follow Joey Diaz in the OR. You start to find out who you are. I've had to do it. I know all about it. I've had to do it many times. I'm, I'm you very- find out who you are, dude. You, it's, it's an education, man. It's like Leslie Jones, when I used to have to follow her. Education, dude. And that's what it means. Either you're putting up the numbers or you are not. It is the most, I mean, there, there are ways to game the system. You could, you could learn different types of paradigms in which people think. And if you're you're smart enough, you could work those paradigms. And that's why we see like super hacky comics get really fucking big because they're they, they just figured out the paradigm of their demographic and how to fucking work it. Yeah, you could do that, dude. But a lot of times when they you take those people and you put them in like a lineup like the OR, they eat dicks for days, bro. Because like you gotta keep that shit real or not. But back to the entertainment, it's like these numbers that they're telling us. So CNN, for the first time ever, had not one of their shows got a million views, okay? Not a million views. Now, just so you know, and that a happened. large portion of those numbers come from airports. That's right. That's right. That's exactly right. I mean, Don Lemon might get 400,000 views. Uh, Joe Rogan gets seven times, ten times that. And the, 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 the one thing that my friend said though, Sam, is that institutions talk to each other and I can't talk to CNN and I can't really change CNN. But you have a guy named Joe Rogan who might be doing that. He is, he is really taking a place like that to task and, and saying, guys, you've gotta, be, you've gotta be more fair and you've just gotta be more aware of your own biases. You just do. It's like, I'm, I'm sorry, but Again, I like John, John uh, um, any of these guys that I see on CNN, and I'm not exempting Fox from this. I don't watch either one enough, but certainly with a guy like Don Lemon, who I don't think is necessarily a bad guy. I don't know him. I don't want to say, but but I'm using him as an example because he's one of the large faces of the of the network. Um, and and what I notice is that in a lot of ways, 
I, and I feel this way about Brian Stetzer and these other guys, when I would listen to them talk about COVID and things, I can finish their sentences. I really can. I can finish their sentences, meaning that their mindset is very predictable. Like there is a there is an architecture to their brain uh, that has, and, and, and whenever I see that, whenever I can see that, what I go, what I say to myself is, oh, you've been indoctrinated. You're not thinking in original in original way. You have you have very um, predictable thought patterns because they've been given to you. You're not thinking on your own. You're not actually looking at the truth of how the world works because you're not actually exposed to it. You're not. When you're Don Lemon, you make too much money and you go right to that beautiful newsroom and you and then you have a whole life. It's very difficult to not be corrupted by that comfort, by that luxury, by that attention. Oh, it's also it's also conformity. It's just like there's a giant paycheck. You want to be loved? Yeah. To read the prompter. It's like Ron Burgundy. Whatever you put up there, he's gonna his say he's gonna say, and his opinions are. Yeah. Well, that's why, that's why I have respect for Bill Maher. Bill Maher has really has really tried to change his perspective and kind of has has really said, look, the liberal media has got to take responsibility for the fact that 40% of Democrats think you have a 40% chance, 40-50% chance of being hospitalized with COVID. What 40% of Democrats when why? Because they're watching CNN and these kind the news programs that confirm their bias. And 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 right. So that's a that when it's one to five percent. When I see that, dude, I, I have to say that the responsibility has got to be more on the liberal side than on the conservative side. Well, I just, you know, that was done, Brian, with uh, you know, the war on terror with the right. I mean, I remember statistics, they're like, you have a better chance of getting hit by a meteor than you do dying by a, a terrorist attack. And right. You couldn't convince people that because they had this stupid saying, like, we fight over there so they don't come here, which is the, uh, I, I, it's, it infuriates me. Well, we did, with Vietnam. we did that with Vietnam, right? So it infuriates me. Out. Well, I also want to get into some stuff because Dylan, who's really helped the show lately, yes, I mean, is. finally somebody helping me do some heavy lifting on this show. It's <laughs> like, it truly is weekend at Bernie's around here. Um, so, so what is going on is that, uh, he sent me something. So Liz Cheney is a, I don't know if you know this woman. She's a politician. She's uh, the daughter of Darth Vader. Okay. And one of the biggest scumbags to walk the planet. Just a really great example of kind of what you went on with these rich kids. Dude uh, was high, you know, basically running our military without ever serving in the military. Uh, which is like the most offensive thing. I mean, thing I've ever I've ever heard in a while. So okay, Pollyanna. So I um, so she's been really going off on Tucker Carlson. Now I'm not a big Tucker Carlson fan. Just like I told you yesterday on the last show about Ted Cruz. I'm not Ted Cruz fan, but when they're right, you have to acknowledge it. I think I think that's important when somebody you have most of your life disagreed with their stance on stuff. Uh, uh, it says something right. And Tucker Carlson is basically saying that January 6th was a false flag event. And Liz Cheney is losing her fucking skull right now. And I don't know why anybody would elect. Is, the Liz, Liz, Cheney, is Liz Cheney primarily conservative or is she very, very liberal? Is she Democrat? What is she? She's what they call, brother, a uh, rhino. <laughs> What's a rhino? Rhino is basically a uh, 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 Republican in name only. Okay. 
right? So uh, basically, she she does she she runs as um, she's been, I think, almost completely censored in her home state. I think she's been stripped of most of her power, and because she was very anti-Trump, which is you know you can go anywhere you want with that, but uh, she's been completely and utterly like a globalist. Uh, she's a neocon. She comes from neocon nuts. So, of course, she's continuing the daddy's business, you know. So she's a garbage person. And I don't know how you would elect anybody that is, you know, imagine Darth Vader's daughter running for, like, mayor of Hollywood being like, I, trust me, I'm going to get kids candy. I'm going to hug the homeless. It's like your dad built the Death Star and he was going to kill the planet. Anyways, there's candy for the kids. Hugs to the homeless. You're like, okay, I trust her, right? And it's like, no, dude. The <laughs> apple doesn't fall from a tree. And now listen, man. I'm Dylan, very much I don't Dylan, please clip that. <laughs> <laughs> I will. You know, so she's going through this right now. Tucker's doing some pretty brave shit right now, even though I don't uh, anything tr- Tucker does, I do in fucking karate stance, bro. I have my <laughs> hands up. Hands up in case I got a block, block, you know. So I watch with fuck it like this. This is how I, this is how when Eddie Bravo sends me a Tucker Carlson clip, I just kind of hold like, okay, what's get, what's this dude gonna say? So it's a very interesting time. This January 6th stuff is falling apart. So Brian, I mean, we've kind of had a conversation. I know yesterday we talked about what, what you came to believe, but I think there are things that you have slowly, even though your ego won't allow you to admit that I've just housed you on, you know, uh, you know, if we're playing horse, you, you have horse, you have horses. That's how many, that's how bad you're losing this. <laughs> okay. And so, I mean, we'd have to agree. I'm not even going to go into the other stuff. The guests have come on and proved you wrong, but I'm just going to go into, we yeah, kind of agree. Every one of your guests was just simple questions. And they're always like this. I'm just asking questions. And I, I'm like, we believe literally you know, I'm pulling out my 22s. I'm not going to even pull out my right. I'm like, dude, I'll put, let me put the rifle back. This is crazy. And then I got, and then I, then I go from, and then 22s aren't fun. Now Fine, I here's your problem, out. dude. You hired the prop girl that was working for Alec Baldwin, and she actually handed you a fucking a prop gun this time, and you're just shooting blanks. No, dude, I just pull out nunchucks and I just swing them in the area, and, and your guests panic. They're like, what I the don't fuck? even know. Are you doing gay dancing there? What no, is dude, that? that's fucking nunchucks, dude. Look at that shit. You look like the guy, you look like the dancing that they were doing when Bugs Bunny met the fucking, uh, uh, dude, this the, is the, the fucking voodoo tribe. <laughs> But let me finish it. So, Brian, would you agree that the Russian collusion did happen based on the FBI? Yeah, I agree. That's the biggest nothing burger. The biggest. Okay, so we agree. We we agree on that. Brian, fake news. Do you believe in that um, that uh, Fauci funded gain of function? I believe that Fauci, um, I believe that the NIH, which gives out massive numbers of grants and to the billions of dollars, gave money to EcoHealth Alliance. Ryan, answer the question. It's yes or no. Yes or no, the sir. You, you know is, how to answer questions. Yes. You, the answer is yes. You with the illegal situations. You know, it's yes or no, Brian. Yes or no. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. However, you can't just end it with yes. What I, what I, I want to caveat that with, I don't think that, that, 
gain of function research on its face is necessarily bad. I'm not a virologist. I well, think Brian, would we agree that when you take out puppies vocal cords so they can't scream in pain because the bugs are eating their faces, would we say that gain of function is bad? And please, please think about your answer before you move forward, uh, vampire well, boy. Of course, but I just want to caveat all okay. of Okay, can we end it at that? Of course is the correct well, answer. There's no but. Wait, but when you take the head of the NIH, and you make them responsible for every little detail with, with a massive bureaucracy like that, you are going to have plenty to point to. When you are doing scientific research, I don't, I'm not a scientist and I, don't, and I know they do a lot of good. And I know that gain of function probably has a good, uh, a, a good outcome. I mean, if you're studying viruses, I guess you have to make them more lethal sometimes, I don't know, um, or more contagious so you can study them. And I think that's probably a part of the scientific. Well, no, process. you get more funding when you when well, you try you know, to solve lethal problems. But but let me let me let me actually talk about that because, I, and I and I and I want to hear more of your questions. But really quickly with gain of function, sounds like you're filibusting. Go on. Well, no, with gain of function research, there's probably a very sound scientific reason to do it under certain circumstances, and and I think that that's important. However. Here's what, what we have to avoid. When SARS becomes a virus, right? And we, we, that's back in what, 2000, whatever it was, 2000, right. whatever. SARS becomes a virus, you get these scientists to say, we wanna study SARS now, right? We wanna make sure that the next SARS outbreak isn't really deadly oh, oh, or even more deadly. Okay, that sounds good, NIH, we need help. Now you start studying the bat viruses and you make them more lethal, right? Right. In, in circumstances that are really not very safe because you're doing it in collaboration with China, et cetera, et cetera. And all of a sudden you get this leak or lab leak, which could have happened. I mean, so th there's so many of these fucking ripple effects that probably had their origination in uh, an ambitious group of people who are trying to do something, but also <laughs> were getting money for it. So I, 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 I don't- Brian, Let me ask you something, dude. Like. I understand what you're saying, but don't you feel that there's ethically that, is it a good idea? Is it a good idea to make a natural virus? And that's a debate on that as well. Yeah. There's, there's uh, germ theory versus terrain theory, but you ain't ready for that. You're, you're a little, you're not ready for that talk, bro. But oh, well, I know that, th that talk. Okay, hold on, Brian. Let me finish my thought. Yeah. Do you think ethically it is a good idea to make ramp up of viruses uh, lethal levels? Do you think that's a good idea? I would suggest that that question is asked every day, all the time, and it's a very important question. And the answer is, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. And I also, I do think that sometimes you have to do those kinds of things in a very, very strict confines to make a virus, uh, to study a virus. I, I don't study viruses, I don't know. I'm not gonna get in the way of scientists who do shit that, ca that, that, that is potentially dangerous. I, I, I can't answer that question, I really can't. And I don't well, want- Brian, so, so we have, okay, so, so gain of function on this, on this, with this virus, Fauci bold face lied to everybody. Will you agree on that? I would I would agree on that. Yes. Okay. Uh, so what he was doing? What he no, was right, right. What I will say to you, parsing words, and no, he was Brian, being very, he said very. It was a bold-faced lie. Listen. Yeah. So then, so Brian, you know, you have a good point. 
in this giant monstrosity that is the NIH, right? Or the NHI, whatever it is. Giant fucking mechanism, right? And the guy at the top, can that guy, can that guy monitor everything? Great question, Brian. I'm going to say no. But if this guy and his organization has completely and utterly been on the wrong side of just ethics over and over again, the question has to be, is the rot from the top? Yeah, I don't know. The answer is I don't know, Sam. I, I, I don't like getting into those things because I don't know enough about it, right? Like that's a really hard thing to... We're, we're, we're armchair quarterbacking right now, and I don't know enough. I just don't. So, I can't comment so, on that. Okay. I, so, I think the question is a good question that has to be asked, you know, so maybe there needs to be a, a so, shape. So right now, right now, we've agreed that you, there's no Russian collusion, which I said, that Fauci funded this thing, which I said. Fauci lied on, on the stand, which I said, okay. And also, the coronavirus response has been way over- way overblown and is being in, in a lot of ways I, I think that people are using it as an excuse to create more control over it. whether they know it or not whether they want to admit it or not i think that this this its lethality has been overblown i think that these lockdowns and masks and and all the stuff has been way way overdone and I think okay. historically we're going to see that that's the case, but that's that's my opinion. So we have this, we have that. So we're now talking about three things in this short amount. I would say in the year that we've done that, we've kind of have an uh, agreement on. I don't know where you sit on Russian collusion, no, but I, I think it's horseshit. I think like you, but I don't know where you stood before the show. I don't know where that was, but so we have three things that conspiracy theorists have been saying forever, right? We not, we're now seeing that uh, vaccine passports are being pushed forward, right? Yep. And that is something that uh, we said, uh, conspiracy theorists said a long time ago, which will lead to social credit score, all that stuff. Do you, and do you also agree that January 6th is starting to look like there could be uh, intelligence influence on what happened there? I think I think that January sixth. I think January sixth was. Um, I, I think that the left is turning it into something, blowing it so out of proportion, and I and I do think that there were. We are starting to find out that there were FBI assets that were instigating. Boom! There violence. we go. There they we were go. Instigating. We're gonna go. We're gonna storm the Capitol. That video you sent me. Yes, dude. And so you, when you see that. You say to yourself, this is, what the fuck are you guys trying to do here, man? And who are the elements in the FBI actually trying to get people to do this? Why would you do that? You are working for the fucking government and asking for, asking a mob to, to inciting a mob. That is illegal. That's like saying, that's like saying, let's go that's kill entrapment. over there. Let's go kill that Chinese person over there because they're from China. That's you're not allowed to do that. That is not that doesn't fall under freedom of speech. Yeah. That falls under entrapment and incite and inciting violence, dude. So if you but why is no one talking about that? Well, that, that then now I say to myself, is the FBI corrupt? Is the FBI does the FBI have elements in it that are so sympathetic to the left that they are willing to do something this insane to incriminate um, 
uh, a bunch of people who, 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 by the way, well, the other thing that I think is very interesting is the, the media left out something that Trump said. He said, let's march on the Capitol. I think, I think it was peacefully and orderly. I think he said those two words, okay? So when you, when you go to the, when you protest the Capitol peacefully and orderly, and the president says that, there is a difference. When the media cuts that part out of his speech, we got a problem. We got a problem. You are editing. You are editing. So there is no question that the media does this to presidents on both sides. When they have an agenda, they do whatever they can to discredit the person. All right. So we agree that these four things that we've talked about seem to be something that conspiracy theorists were talking about for a very long time that are now finally coming to understanding that they probably this is what happened, right? If not for sure, most more likely, more, right? More okay. to the story for sure. <clears throat> so now I'm going to tell you something. The 2020 election was completely and utterly stolen. And you could, you Brian, pin this conversation, bro. Pin How would they do conversation. that? How would they do that? Pin this conversation. And the reason <laughs> this is going to be so bad. This is going to be so bad. This is going to be so bad. Republicans disagree with you. Rhinos. Rhinos. Dylan, will you do me a favor? Will you look up Will you look up Bernie Sanders talking about 2020, what's going to happen on election night? Will you look that up? And this is why Bernie Sanders' credibility is about to fucking shit the bed. Because this dude told you exactly how they were going to do it. And is, this is exactly what happened. And he 100% knew it was happening because it happened to him in 2016. They fucked him up at the DNC um, convention when they named Hillary Clinton. And he just played ball. And my question to everybody is, where did Bernie Sanders' campaign finance money go? Where'd it go? All the money he raised. Where'd that money go? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Hillary Dude, buying houses. Uh, I'm just telling you, bro. I'm just telling you. Thoughts, bro. How did? How would you say they stole the election? They played with the machines. Brian, I can't hear you. What actually happened, Brian? Yeah. Uh, where? Can you? There's a video of it, brother. Can you find the video where he? We can watch him. So Brian's owl eyes can't fucking. Yeah, of course. Uh, Thank you, Dylan. Dylan's doing a great job. Uh, Dylan, uh, this might come the Sam and Dylan show with our intern, Brian Dylan. Suggesting that, that Bernie Sanders predicted that this election would be stolen by the Democrats? Yes. And, uh, and, and so, in other words, the mail-in ballots or the machines were rigged? All of it. All of it. That's been, that's been investigated. No, it has. Brian, you're not paying attention to what's going on in Arizona right now. And what, is, it, what is going on in Arizona? I thought Arizona, was- they're doing forensic audits and it's coming back fucking insanity. And it's, just, listen, I'm just telling you, Brian, we have had these kind of conversations where you have fucking rallied against it. And I'm just telling you, I just don't this think- is what's going to come out. Now, according to amazing researcher and superhuman being wonderful person, Whitney Webb, this is done purposefully to get people not to trust the election process. But with that said, 
it did happen. That's exactly what happened. Just like George Bush stole the election in Florida in 2020, in uh, the year 2000. 100% stolen. We watched it happen in real time. This is the same cabal, brother. I'm telling you right now, it's the exact same cabal. Joe Biden is part of the George Bush death cult. I'm just telling you this. So I just want you and your puckered asshole to get ready for the fucking truth when you send me like a, a thing. Ah, Sam, I think you're right. This might be elite. This might be It's done a whole lot of research on this, and I also don't know how you would do that. Trump was such a polarizing figure. All right, think about this video of Bernie Sanders talking about mailing bots. All right, let's see this. All right, Jimmy, you raise an important point, and I hope the American people understand it because this is something I worry about. <laughs> My view is every vote must be counted for reasons which I don't have the time to get into tonight. You're going to have a situation, I suspect in states like Pennsylvania, um, Michigan, uh, Wisconsin, other states, where they are going to be receiving huge amounts of mail-in ballots. And unlike states like Florida or Vermont, they're not being able, for bad reasons, to begin processing those ballots until, I don't know, election day, or maybe when the polls close. That means you're gonna have states dealing with perhaps millions of mail-in ballots. Here is my worry. What polls show and what studies have shown is that for whatever reason, Democrats are more likely to use mail-in ballots. Republicans are more likely to walk into polling booths on election day. Not as afraid. It's likely that the first votes that will be counted will be those people who came in on election day, which will be Republican. And here is the fear, and I hope everybody hears that. It could well be, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, nobody does, but it could well be that at 10 o'clock on election night, Trump is winning in Michigan, he's winning in Pennsylvania, he's winning in Wisconsin, and he gets on the television, he says, thank you, Americans, for re-electing me, it's all over, have a good day. But then the next day, and the day following, all of those mail-in ballots start getting counted, and it turns out that Biden has won this case. At which point Trump says, see? See, he, he I, predicted. I agree with him. Brian, 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 I love you to pieces. Brian, in the history of elections, in the history of elections, we have never seen them stop counting. It's never happened. And the reason they had to stop counting, Brian, is because the machine, he Biden was losing so badly, the machine couldn't keep up. And I'm telling you, you can hear it now, Brian, and you can fucking admit it later, but I'm telling you that they fucking stopped the counting because he was so far behind. They had to tabulate exactly how many votes they had to fabricate to get this guy over the top. And that's exactly what happened. Now, Trump, I have zero faith in Trump. I like Trump more than Biden, but that doesn't mean I think Trump is a savior or anything, okay? I don't like either of these parties. They're both garbage. They're two wings of the same bird, okay? But make no doubts about it. Biden jacked this election. His, His running mate was so unlike. She was the first person to bow out of the Democrat fucking primary because she was polling so low, Brian. Understood. Let me just say this. A couple things. It, for me, for me, 
there, there is no doubt that Trump was very liked and very disliked. There was no, I don't think there's a bit of bigger polarizing political figure than Donald Trump, right? I mean, Democrats, I know people that hate him so much you couldn't bring him up in the fucking room. I mean, you couldn't even say, like I, I was with a group of people and I said, I don't like Trump, but, and I was gonna say a couple of things he did that I thought were good. And I got shouted down, right? So there was definitely an element in this country that couldn't stand the guy and an element in this country that thought he was God. So <clears throat> very polarizing figure. Republicans, for the most part, conservatives could see and knew that Corona was way overblown. It was fucking being used by CNN to generate ratings. And if you had a death count and they could count all the old people, they didn't tell you they were old, they didn't tell you they were obese, they didn't tell you they had comorbidities at all. They, 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 they were making, making you think that children were gonna die and that, that's why most Democrats were like, 40% of Democrats were like, I could end up in the hospital, okay. So if you are watching a fucking news organization like CSB, MSNBC, CNN, any of these fucking news organizations, they are all basically telling you you're going to die from Corona, okay? If you're a conservative, you're, you're watching something else that's telling you the truth about Corona, okay? So it makes sense to me that most conservatives walked into polling booths, and it definitely makes sense that most Democrats, or at least liberals, who are leaning against Trump would mail in their ballots because they're, they're afraid, okay? So to me, that makes sense that they would count the Republicans that came in first. That was, so what Bernie Sanders is saying is actually makes sense to me from my own experience from what I've seen. Ryan, you're you're. Well, I don't understand why. Ryan, the problem what you're saying. What Bernie Sanders said, why do you find... That, that could be true. Because, oh, Brian, it literally happened to him. I know. I know that. fucking jack. Do you know right. that during the 2016... Okay, wait, 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 wait. Why are you... Dis why do you think what I just said and what Bernie just said, that does make sense, right? I no, mean, it doesn't, Brian. Why? Because why? what he's listing... First of all, he's listing states that are blue-collar states that were never going to vote for Democrats. They were all going to vote for Trump. They do when you talk about you're in a meeting, Brian, and they shout you down. Where are you in the butthole of liberalism, which right. is Hollywood? Right. You're not in Michigan. But you're not in was dude, Arizona, bro. Air, listen to me. Arizona, Arizona had a 100 mile Trump fucking convoy of a hundred miles. Oh, I've never seen that before. And I'm not saying Trump's a good guy. He's a Zionist motherfucker, okay? But dude, dude, Joe Biden, Trump was like Rogan selling out everywhere he goes. Biden was like Sam Tripoli. He could 40 people in a cafeteria, okay? Let's, let's fucking face it here. Let's fucking face it. So yeah. it's like, it's like you're telling me that it's like, it, it's completely and utterly bullshit. And he's fucked everything up from there. Nobody liked his policy. Arizona actually have all have been threatening to go blue for the past two, three years. Ryan, they're doing audits right now that the national media is not covering, bro. And the audits are showing that there's, there's fucking counties where there were more votes than people. Okay. Multiple votes. Okay. So you think you think that the you think that somehow they were able to take these states, whoever they are, the, the Democratic operatives, and they were able to essentially stop counting, fudge data, change machine data, and all that stuff. That's yeah, that that's the meaning. That's what it does. How would they do that? 
It's called a program, Brian. It's called a, yeah, but they, I want to get into Dominion, Dominion is suing people for even saying that. Yeah. And they're not going to win shit. Okay. Because they're fucking totally flipping it. So do you, you, you go back, Brian, and find Elizabeth Warren and a bunch of these uh, Amy Cluberson or whatever her name is talking about how they thought Dominion's going to be a problem because it's going to be able to fucking rig elections. There's, they did a whole fucking things on it, but now they <laughs> shut up because it helped them and they're all trying to, you know, se- fucking Susquehanna or whatever Elizabeth Warren's point zero 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 one ass. Focahontas, fucking is, I mean, Focahontas, Focahontas. Shibu Inu's worth more than a fucking percentage of fucking Elizabeth Warren's Indian ass. Okay. So yeah. it's just the truth, dude. I mean, I, so and here's all I'm saying to you, Brian, because I want to get into <laughs> Facebook. I'm just telling you, pin this conversation. 101, Brian was told the truth. And once again, Brian fucking puckered his beehole and didn't take it. And we're going to have this conversation again. I was. <laughs> I would love if fans would go back and get Brian say more things and then give. You've been saying this for a hundred episodes, Sam, and I'm just telling you, I don't see, I don't. Uh, where is this evidence going to come from, Brian? Who, <coughs> who are you following? I mean, are you waiting for MSNBC and CNN to tell you that? I'm telling, you, gonna I'm telling you that it makes sense that that Trump would have lost this by a small margin because the country was that divided. No, Brian, it wasn't. And I'm telling you, he Plus, probably took California too. 35% of the population thinks that Trump, or 35% of the voters think Trump can do no wrong, but there's a large part of the country that doesn't like Trump. Brian, polls are stupid, okay? They're dumb, they're made up. After Hillary was losing so bad in exit polls, they stopped doing exit polls. And Brian, have you ever been polled? Have you ever had somebody call you and poll you? And do you know how they do polls, Brian? Do you know how they do polls? No. They call landlines. Do you have a <laughs> landline in your house, Brian? Who do you know has landline? Fucking people who are 100 and own thousands of cats. That's who fucking answers the phone and has nothing to do. So they, oh, I'd love to talk to you. Do you know my daughter? <laughs> you know? Oh. And they, dude, that's what a poll is. Yeah. Okay. So now that I won that. Uh, real quick, Brian, because I love you. You Brian, haven't won that, you that because I, 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 I just think that I, I don't, I still don't understand why you don't think that Trump is the most polarizing figure in political history. I, because Brian, once you got out, out of these towns, but he's polarizing to you. You don't like him, but you like him less. You like him more than you like, <clears throat> or you dislike him less than you. No. Than you like, I don't like, I, I, I'm not going to fall for anybody in that position it, it is working pure of heart. I make no illusions of anybody coming to save me. And you know what the internet did, man? The internet took our eyes off local politics. And that's what I focus on now, local politics. I will never be able to run for public office due to my crippling sex and drug addiction. Okay. But I can watch and observe and make suggestions, okay? So my whole point is this, is that Trump, if you go, Sam, you could have Trump, you could have Biden. I'd take Trump a thousand times. I'd take Trump a thousand times. You know, he, he was 10 times better. I don't care what anybody says. Do you hear the new thing, which I completely think is fake news, is that he's gonna give like a quarter of a million dollars to every illegal family. And you're like, that is hilarious. Who said that? that? Is- what? 
No, it's not a quarter of a million. It's a half a million. No, no, no. Will you look it up, Dylan? You're doing great. You talking Biden about Biden's really, Biden's really great. Right Biden wants to do this. Yeah, I think it was five grand or something like that. No, it's not. How? Uh, I mean, we're even right now. So, do you want add a twenty on that? You want better? Sure. Court? I mean, I'm I'm crushing ultimately because I I still don't. You're you're saying you're giving me all this stuff about the election being stolen, but you have zero evidence. Can I bring somebody on to talk about the the election? Sure. I would love it, but you're afraid. All right. All right. You're afraid. All right. Hold on. All right. I want to talk to Whitney Webb. Make it happen. We'll make, oh, it happen. we'll make it happen. Trust me. How old I'll is her on? We'll talk. She'll drop up. the hammer of the gods on you. You won't be able to do anything because she's just adorable. And you'll be like, you're so adorable as she just puts daggers in you over and over and over again. Next thing you know, you'll be laying dead like a bull at a fucking... Uh, what? All right. Okay, what do we got here? Here it is. Oh, my God. Yeah, but that's the GOP talking bullshit. All right. Hey, so uh, real quick, Dylan sent us something that was very interesting. And this is Facebook's meta, meta and metaverse, right? It's, enter it's We're entering the metaverse. So a lot of things are going on. Dylan, if you want to jump in, you could join us too. Brian, have you been checking this out? Okay. Have you been following Facebook meta? Uh, yeah, I have been. I'm really okay. interested. So do you know what Meta, what he's saying? Uh, yeah, he's, he's basically trying to change the face of the company because obviously Facebook has products that are bad for fucking your mental health, including children. So now he's like, well, at the end of the day, we are a company that connects people through technology. Brian, that was wonderful. Unavoidable. It's unavoidable. My, my, my thing about, again, this is a classic example. completely off. You obviously haven't studied this. Well, <laughs> it's great well, to watch you just improv. Is that well, your groundling training right there? Were you no, yes, Andy? That well, they're trying to they're trying to run damage control. Okay. No, that's not what Meta is, bro. It's what is not. Meta? What is Meta? Meta is the what? First of all, you have a small part right. They are they're going to change the name. They say they're eventually going to change it from Facebook. To Meta and Meta is now, in my humble opinion, Dylan. I'd love to know your opinion on somebody who actually researched a fucking thing that was sent to us in a thread that we shall check out some point. Okay, is that uh, it is starting to move us to a completely uh, holographic uh, in reality? It's the Matrix, dude. I was just thinking about this. This is the beginning of the Matrix. We Why? are not. He is now trying to say that we, he is, this is the beginning of the elites trying to move us into transhumanism and move us in to literally the matrix. It is the story of the matrix, bro. You yeah. have to watch this video, Brian. You have to watch it. This is real player one in real time. So what, 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 what about that is the case? Is this just, is just, it's the inevitable rise of technology that we are, we are sort okay. of, so one, regardless, one thing I want to talk about is and if uh, I know a lot of people listen to Conspiracy Social Club. Wait, hold this. I'm going to the bathroom. I have to pee so badly, but but hold this. I'm coming right back. Hold this. Let's let's pause. Okay, can I talk to Dylan while you come back? Because well, let's, let's you're pause. not really well, listening anyway. No, no, so. I want to hear it. Let me let's just pause it and I'm coming right back. So what are we gonna do? Boop, 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 yeah, just hold boop, on. Boop, boop, Dylan, stop recording for a second. We'll come back. Hold on. 
So, uh, you know, Brian's back from peeing. It was a long pee, which confirms why I always believe he pees sitting down. Okay. Sitting down. I do pee sitting down. Love the feel of the water on your nuts as it plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. Right. So, so Brian, we are getting in to our, um, we're getting into our talk about meta and what meta mass, what meta means. And meta is basically the matrix. Okay. And should we show a little bit of the clip? Dylan, do you think we can show a little bit? So Brian could just get a little taste of what this guy is trying to do. I want to see some of the clip and then I want to get your take on what you think has really happened. Okay. Okay. Because you think Mark Zuckerberg is evil or what do you think he is? I think he's a hologram. Go on. <laughs> Does you anyone know, know anybody the new Mark? Mark yes, King? I do. Yes, I also, do. Also, Dylan, while we're watching my friend, this up, my friend went to Harvard with him. My, my, my friend knows his sister very well. Very well. All right, Brian. I think he's an android. He's a real person, but don't worry about that. Give me one second. I'll pull it up in a second. Don't get crazy now, Sam. Don't say he's a fucking and, uh, hologram. He's a real person. See, Brian, don't gaslight me, please. And so is Jeff Bezos, and so is Elon Musk, and all three of them are very, very smart guys who wanted the game of capitalism. And they are all actors. They all came up with a product we're addicted They're to. They're all Just actors. like oil, just like oil, we're addicted to Amazon because it works better. Brian, you're straw man arguing. Here we go, Brian. Enjoy this hologram. Time for us to adopt a new company brand to encompass everything that we do to reflect who we are and what we hope to build. I am proud to announce that starting today, our company is now Meta. <clears throat> our mission remains the same. It's still about bringing people together. Our apps and their brands, they're not changing either. And we are still the company that designs technology around people. Hey, and welcome to Connect. Today, we're gonna talk about the metaverse starting with the most important experience of all, connecting with people. Watch this, dude. Imagine you put on your glasses or headset and you're instantly in your home space. It has parts of your physical home recreated virtually. It has things that are only possible virtually. And it has an incredibly inspiring view of whatever you find most beautiful. Hey, are you coming? Yeah, just gotta find something to wear. All right, perfect. So he basically picked what he's already wearing, by the way. That's oh, the future. Oh, hey, Mark. Hey, what's going on? Hey, Hi. What's up, Mark? Whoa, we're floating in space? Uh -huh. Who made this place? It's awesome. Right? It's from the crater. I met in LA. Uh, this place is amazing. <laughs> Boz, is that you? Of course it's me. You know I had to be the robot, man. I thought I was supposed to be the robot. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I bet you this took like a thousand groundling class to get in this game. <laughs> hey, wait. Where is Naomi? Let's call her. Naomi? <laughs> Hey, should we deal you in? Sorry, I'm running late, but you've got to see what we're checking out. There's an artist going around SoCal hiding AR pieces for people to find. Look at this. 3D street art? That's cool. Damn! Yeah. What a world! What the fuck, dude? That is 
awesome. Oh, I love the movement. Wait, it's it's disappearing. This is amazing. Hold on, I'll tip the artist and they'll extend it. Wow. Privacy and safety need to be built into the map. This is my favorite part of this. So we have a company that has consistently sold your data, okay, to everybody, bombarded you with quote-unquote fake news and all that stuff. Now he's talking about what is the scariest part of this whole thing, which is your data. Here it is. You'll get to decide when you want to be with other people, when you want to block someone from appearing in your space, or when you want to take a break and teleport to a private bubble to be alone. You're going to be able to bring things from the physical world into the metaverse. Almost any type of media that can be represented digitally, photos, videos, art, music, movies, books, games, you name it. Now, lots of things that are physical today, like screens, will just be able to be holograms in the future. You won't need a physical TV. It'll just be a $1 hologram from some high school kid halfway across the world. And you'll be able to take your items and project them into the physical world as holograms and augmented reality too. One part of this is Horizon Home, which is our early vision for a home space in the metaverse. Horizon Home is the first thing that you'll see when you put on your Quest headset. Today, there are already a bunch of options to choose from, and in the future, anyone will be able to create one. We've just called it Home until now because it's been missing something very important, people. Soon, we're going to be introducing a social version of home, where you can invite your friends to join you as avatars. You'll be able to hang out, watch videos together, and jump into apps together. Then there is Horizon. Who's making the videos? Where you can fucking show on this thing if everyone's in this fucking thing. It's designed to make it possible for. And I love that even in the metaverse, everybody's interracial. Experiences from creating new games together to throwing surprise parties in VR that they still can't stop banging white chicks. Over the last year and a half, a lot of us who work in offices have gone remote. And while I miss seeing the people I work with, I think remote work is here to stay. I'm pissed you didn't get called for this audition. To work together. Let's take a look at what working in the metaverse will be like. Imagine if you could be at the office without the commute. You would still have that sense of presence, shared physical space, those chance interactions that make your day all accessible from anywhere. Now imagine that you have your perfect work setup and you can actually do more than you could in your regular work setup. And on top of all that, you can keep wearing your favorite sweatpants. And as we focused more on work, and you still think he's real. More broadly, we're working on making it so you can log into Quest. Do you see any life in those eyes? Facebook <laughs> account. We're starting to test support for work accounts soon. And we're working on making a broader shift here within the next year. I know this is a big deal for a lot of people. Not, dude. I think everyone I- wants their social media profile linked to all these other experiences. And I get that, especially as the metaverse expands. And I'll share more about that later. But I'm genuinely optimistic about work in the metaverse. We know from the last couple of years that a lot of people can effectively work from anywhere. But hybrid is going to be a lot more complex when some people are together and others are still remote. So giving everyone the tools to be present, no matter where they are, whether it's a hologram sitting next to you in a physical meeting or in a discussion taking place in the metaverse, that's going to be a game changer. I think this could be very positive for our society and economy. 
giving people access to jobs in more places, no matter where they live, will be a big deal for spreading opportunity to more people. Dropping our daily commutes will mean less time stuck in traffic, more time doing things that matter. And it'll be good okay, for the- now I'm listening, I'm listening. I'm li- no traffic, I'm listening. our devices or sell them at cost to make them available to more people. We'll continue supporting sideloading and linking to PCs so consumers and developers have choice rather than forcing them to use the Quest Store to find apps or reach customers. And we'll aim to offer developer and creator services with low fees in as many cases as possible so we can maximize the overall creator economy. All right. All right, so you know what? I realize that I'm pretty conservative naturally because I don't like change like this. This fucking worries me. People love this shit. For me, I'm like, I don't even understand what the fuck is going to happen here. No, well, I mean, Brian, think about this. Human connection. Jesus Christ, man. I'm not Think about back. this, Brian. What, shadow banning takes a whole new meaning. If you're shadow banned, how do you interact in society? If business moves here, and I'm not saying all of it's going to, because I, I mean, like, I just think that, okay, there's a lot going on here, dude. This is the matrix. Those who will not participate this will live in the forest, growing their own food and doing all that. We're going to have breakout, break. Well, you can do both. You might be able to do both. You can live in the forest, grow your own food and go to work like that, which I guess on its face is not a bad thing. But um, because you don't have to be in your car. You don't have to be fucking sitting in traffic. You don't have to share germs with people. It's weird, man. I don't even know if that's good. I, I I think interaction is the most important thing. I think all this stuff, I mean, it's layers upon layers upon layers. They all connect, bro. And I think it's very, very nervous. Now, <clears throat> one thing I wanted to bring up to both of you guys, and Dylan, if you want to jump in. <laughs> um, I had a gentleman on named Cliff High. And Cliff High is an old, uh, an old hippie type guy, compu- really great dude. Uh, really deep into analytics, computer programs, really understands data, uses data to predict the future. Okay, studies, you know, which is very interesting. We can get into another discussion on that. But um, so he says that when the Facebook hack happened, right, a week or two ago, Facebook disappeared. It was no longer there at all. And it was gone for like 10 minutes, I'd say. When it came back, Brian, it wasn't the exact same thing. Meaning it, it didn't just go offline, go back online like they tend to do. Like, oh, where's my, where's my website? Oh, it's back there. Okay, they glitch in the matrix. It didn't come back the exact same. There was actually something on there that wasn't there before. And that was Donald Trump's Facebook page. It wasn't on there before. And when it came back instantly, it was there, which means this wasn't the exact Facebook that was brought back, meaning this is a completely different Facebook, which Cliff I says. Here's what I was thinking. When Zuckerberg was talking and he had that surfboard in the background, <laughs> all I thought was that's not a real surfboard. He's not even in a real office like that. That, that looked fake. Well, Brian, I mean, obviously it was being done on some kind of green screen, in my humble opinion. And if the most shocking part of this is how 
not shredded Mark Zuckerberg is? Like, wouldn't you think you'd go like carrot top crazy when you have all that money and time? I he looked like he was in really good shape. As, no, as, like, as like, can get into. like carrot top has like crazy weird muscles. Yeah, but he's doing lots of steroids and he has a condition. He has a genetic issue. With yeah, it's body. called I've been rich since the early 90s and I'm <laughs> bored. No, no, he's got a, he's actually got a um, condition. Have you ever seen his legs? You ever see my legs? No, his legs are his legs are um, can't put muscle on. He's got a, it's it's bad, but um, uh, yeah yeah uh, uh, I I don't know what's real anymore, and I don't know what it is to be human anymore, and I certainly don't know what it is to be in contact with each other anymore. I these are people that don't seem to like other people, and the nerds who've always been alone and kind of weren't invited to the party or made the team are now creating a it's world transhumanism brother and, and i'm not talking about trannies either I like i'm talking about trans my friends i like being at dinner i like eating together i like talking together i like seeing the person in real life i like that I yeah i mean that's the future we'll see how it goes i mean it it, it, it will i mean dude when you watch the movie the matrix this is what's happening you're gonna live in your little pod and you're well, gonna live a life that isn't your actual physical form. I think it's good for like, so so a bedridden older person or somebody who can't travel or somebody who's very lonely. I think it's cool that you can you can kind of combat that with a virtual reality, with a virtual world. But I have a, I have a theory, Sam. Maybe this whole fucking thing that we're in right now is a virtual reality. Maybe reality is virtual. Maybe... <clears throat> maybe we are avatars in a holographic in universe maybe that's what we're in dude yeah 100 percent, bro 100 percent. this might have already happened statistically and mathematically i'm serious well you ever hear that we all died in 2012 yeah i mean i think that maybe we died maybe maybe we are self-replicating machines and this is all one big fucking simulation i'm serious yeah, dude, I love it, dude. We had major breakthroughs today with huh? Brian. Brian, I feel like this show, more than any show in the world, has helped you. Well, we may so already much. be in in transhumanism already. I'm sorry to say that. Yeah. Well, I mean, the whole notion is that this is a, a this is a holographic universe that we're down here to have a, a human experience, so that the universe can figure out different variables. Yeah, right? we're, we're and, holding on to something. And if you're a dark arts fucker, okay, you don't want to deal with the consequences of your actions. So what's the best way to not have to deal with that is to keep you trapped here in this hologram. Yeah, man. Fuck. We're going to be doing virtual shows. Like I'll be in my, my living room. Yeah. The camera set up. What's up, everybody? With karate running around. With karate, and then you got to have an NFT like code just to get into my show. You got to pay a certain amount of money. You can't hack it. Uh, that's my whole thing, dude. It's like, what is a hack? So the whole point of this is that shit isn't exactly what we think it is, and we're in a bizarro town. But according to this Cliff High, who's predicted all this stuff based on data, he thinks all this shit goes away at the end of 2022 that they took their shot it didn't work because they're not like i said man you know my whole opinion is mark zuckerberg fuck klaus schwab bill gates they're not bigger than the universe the demons that they work with aren't bigger than the universe the universe has laws and the laws are love 
and, and abundance. And if you don't practice those, you crash and burn. And that's why it's not going to last. And that's my opinion. Okay. What, do, what about my arms? Why do they keep getting stronger? I don't know, man. Sam, this has been a fucking mind blowing podcast. I got to go back and study that in meta. It's a fuck me up a little bit. I got a little, I'm a little fucked up right now. I love it. That's the best time when I leave you questioning your reality. That's when I know I've done my job here. I should just throw a backpack on and hitchhike out of town. You know what I'm saying? Bum, 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 bum. Bum, bum, bum. Guys, this Saturday, me, Chris Lea, Brennan Schaub, and a surprise guest are going to be doing- You and who? Fight Companion. Chris who? Lea. Chris D'Elia. Doing the fight companion. We're watching the UFC. Well, I'm super happy, dude. We got to get you on one of those, Sam. No, you guys don't want that because I'm going to fucking crush it. And then you guys are going to be like, oh, we got to bring him all the time. You're amazing. We need you. I love that you bring him back, Chris D'Elia. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. It's awesome. It's going to be awesome. So tune in for that this Saturday. Fight companion, 11 a.m. Um, for the fights, I got a $2,000 bet with Brendan that Peter Jan beats Corey Sanhagen. We will see if you're a UFC fan. And uh, come see me in Brea, November 4th and 5th. Tickets at briancallen.com, TFATKZ. And then Off the Hook Comedy Club, God damn it, in Off the Hook Comedy Club, November 11th to the 14th in Naples, Florida. Get your fucking tickets. Sam, you're going to be where? In Indy? No, thank you, though. I'm going to be in Houston next week. That's sold out. And then the following week, tickets going fast. Going to be honest with you, Salt Lake City is almost sold out. Grab your tickets to Boise, Idaho. Shit's going to get weird, dog. Shit's going to get weird. Come get weird and hang out. I love you guys. You're the best, buddy. Dylan, thank you. Dylan, thank you. You really carried the show. That's all I have to say. God bless what's left of America. And reality. And fucking reality. Adios, boys. Later. When people ask, is everything a conspiracy? The answer is yes. Who and what is controlling everything and why? They, they practice sorcery. I can't argue against magic. <laughs> I don't know what it is that we live on, but I believe it's a realm. This realm that we live in is the lowest level of heaven, highest level of hell. Chicken snake gods and the Anunnaki and sorcery. If Sam says the chicken snake god is running everything, I'm literally in the world of crazy. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> You're losing. Conspiracy Social Club, aka Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters.